Hey there, this is Mike and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. I can tell pretty quickly what state I'm in by noticing my reactions. My reactions are automatic. They happen so quickly, I can't stop them. At least, not before a little bit of the reaction comes out. I'm not talking about the outward reaction. I mean the real reaction. That instant when something comes up and what I do inside me, in my imagination, in that instant, that split second. How I instantly respond to a circumstance. It's a tiny little moment. It happens so fast that I'm only aware of it immediately after the reaction. At that point, my state did what my state will do. It reacted based on the state, my concept of self. I cannot react in any other way than what my state allows. I'll give you an an example. Kim and Izzy are on a week's vacation with some friends this week. Now, we haven't talked much on the phone. Uh, They're staying in a condo on a beautiful beach, and they're having a blast. So much so that Kim hasn't really checked in with me. She hasn't texted as much or called as much, and at least not as often as she normally does. Now, I had, had I been in a previous state, I would have had some really ridiculous reactions, which would have led me down some dark tunnels of doubt. Who's she with? Why isn't she talking to me? I bet there's some good-looking guys over there. Is she mad at me? Did I do something to screw this up? What did I do? You see where I'm going with this? All of that would have come up after that reaction, a reaction of fear or doubt. <gasps> Why isn't she calling me back? Why isn't she texting me? I did something wrong. I'm not in any state like that anymore. When I don't hear from Kim, I smile, knowing she and the girls are having a blast. And I'm just as thrilled for them as I would be had I been with them. Regardless of the situation, it always comes down to my self-concept, who I know that I am. My reactions to a low number in my bank account are different in a thriving, financially free state than they would be in a poor, woe-is-me state. By noticing my reactions, I know immediately if I am in a preferred state. God, my awareness of being, is not mocked. I can be all smiles on the outside, but that doesn't matter. It's the little, instantaneous reactions that are the indicators. Who I am is what I will experience. Now, here's a wonderful quote from Neville's lecture, Changing the Feeling of I. Now, how will I know that I have changed the feeling of I? By beginning first with an uncritical observation of my reactions to life, and then noticing my reactions when I think I am identified with my choice. If I assume that I am the man that I want to be, let me observe my reactions. If they are as they were, I have not identified myself with my choice, for my reactions are automatic. And so, if I am changed, I would automatically change my reactions to life. So, the changing of the feeling of I results in a change of reaction, which change of reaction is a change of environment and behavior. 
Notice that he said, noticing my reactions when I think I am identified with my choice, when I think I'm in my state, how am I reacting? I know that this has happened to me plenty of times. I'm going about my day, doing my thing, and something pops up, and I find myself reacting as if I'm still in the state I thought I left. What the hell? (laughs) Why are you back? Now, this used to send me in a doom loop, those dreaded things. I would react badly to my reaction. So I would react, notice my reaction, and get upset by it and react badly to that reaction. And then I would just go around and around in this vicious, awful circle. For me, the key was to be okay with my reactions. Because it's coming from the state I'm in. And I know that I can shift back into my preferred state in an instant. By being okay with my reaction, I'm not saying let it lie there in the soil of my imagination and let it sprout. No, I mean I'm not critical of myself. By judging it, if I were to judge it, I give it size and scope. I breathe life into it. I see my reactions as indicators. They give me useful information that I can act upon, just like the gauges in my truck. When the needle is close to the E, I have information on which I can act. I can decide to fuel up, or I can ignore it and suffer the consequences of not acting on the information. Same thing here. My reactions tell me I am not in my preferred state, okay? I have choices. I can ignore it and suffer the consequences of that state, or I can act. I can move in imagination, make that simple little shift. Ah back into my preferred state. How I experience circumstances must be different in the state of my wish fulfilled than how I experienced the same circumstances in my previous state. So when I notice a reaction that isn't how I choose to identify myself, I immediately move right then and there back into my preferred state. I don't wait until later. I don't wait to do a session. If I notice it, I do it immediately. I bring it back. I bring back the same feeling that I had when I first moved into that state. You remember the feeling. You've already done it, right? You've moved in imagination into the state of your wish fulfilled. And I recall that same feeling. I bring it back up. It's a quick shift, very quick shift. From that state, I pull that little moment back up in imagination and I replay it. I relive it, but I change it. I rewrite it. I react to it the way I want to. If it's something someone said then that I reacted to, I hear what I want them to say. I hear it differently. If it's something I saw, I see it differently. It's very simple. If someone's telling me something and I'm reacting to it, when I'm revising it, I just change what they're saying into something that I would rather hear. Now, I do this in real time as well. When someone's talking to me, giving me, uh, talking to me about something that I want to improve for them. I revise it as they're talking to me, but I'm talking about these little moments of reaction and going back and revising that moment. So I change it. I hear what I want to hear and see what I want to see. Sometimes though, I just leave the event, something that was said or something I saw just the way it was, but I change my reaction to it. And that's easy to do. I move from that, oh shit, reaction to something like, huh, That's funny. Or maybe total indifference to it. Just meh. 
It's just a feeling, and I change the feeling I was having in that moment. The state I return to most often will become my dwelling place, so I'm not going to let any reaction just be if it isn't lining up with who and what I have chosen to be. Your reactions always come from your state, your concept of self. Your concept of self, though, is not you. The I of you is you, believing itself to be in a state, believing itself to be a Brit or an American. You are none of the things with which you identify yourself. That's wonderful, isn't it? Neville says changing the feeling of I is a selective thing because unnumbered states are infinite states, but the I is not the state. The I believes itself to be the state when it enters and fuses with it. If I'm not willing to take an uncritical look at myself, then I won't be able to affect lasting changes in my life. Want to know yourself? Take a scroll through your Facebook timeline or notice the posts that you like or dislike. Notice how you feel when you see someone wearing a mask or not wearing a mask. How do you feel? How are you reacting to the news? Those are some great ways of noticing your state. Be honest with yourself. Take a long look at your social media history. Go back and look at what you were saying 10 years ago. Jeez. Are your posts any different in feeling than they are now? This really isn't difficult. <laughs> Someone's probably calling bullshit on what I just said. Mike, stop saying it's not difficult. It's so hard. <laughs> I know. I get what you're saying. This is from my own experience. I've told you before. I'll never tell you anything. First of all, I'll never tell you anything that you have to do. You're listening to this because you're hungry for something. You've imagined something and it got you to my podcast. And I do this because I am just madly, passionately in love with talking about it. I love doing this, but I'm never going to tell you you have to do anything. And I'm never going to tell you that one thing over here won't work and only this works. I'm no better than you. I'm no different than you. The I of me is the same as the I of you. I'm just in this state and you're in yours. So back to what I was about to tell you. I'm not judging you when I'm saying this. If you're only focusing on one thing and constantly just honed in on that thing, that one thing, and not assuming the feeling of every wish fulfilled, then this probably will be hard for you for a while. It doesn't need to be, though. There's no rule that says you have to pay your dues, you know, and put in months of study and trying and trying and trying. The first thing I did after a few weeks of studying Neville was get out of the wheelchair for the last time. That's not, I'm not bragging. I've had plenty of uh, failures since then <laughs> because I was making it too difficult. I don't want you to do that either. I want you to see how simple it is. You won't realize how simple it is though if you don't actively move in imagination daily. You can't escape imagining. Neville says it all the time. He quotes Blake, man is all imagination and God is man. You can't escape that. You cannot escape who you really are. You cannot escape God, your awareness of being. So why not stop being the one that thinks changing your life is hard? and assume the feeling of loving how easy it is. 
What's super cool is that this I that Neville is talking about is infinitely bigger than any state, any wish, fulfilled or unfulfilled. That's who you really are. All of these little things that you're so concerned about will seem so insignificant when you remember who you are. You won't kill off your desires, not at all. But the desperation falls away. You know what I'm talking about, that desperate need. I've got to have this amount of money. I've got to have this person. I've got to have this. Can't be that. I don't want anything but this. So notice your reactions, but don't judge yourself. If you're reacting in a way that's contrary to what you want to experience, get back into the state of your wish fulfilled. Remember that wonderful feeling of satisfaction that you've already felt. You're not redoing it. You're remembering that you've already experienced your wish fulfilled. Now that you've moved back into that feeling, revise the little event in which you reacted. Remember, you always have a choice. You choose the state you want to inhabit. You choose what circumstances mean. To quote uh, President George W. Bush, I'm the decider. It's always up to me. Remember that. I love you. This is Feeling Twisting. <laughs>